so bad. Welcome, everyone, to From the Tips, episode five coming at you. It's Rick. It's Brian. We're back. There's golf. We got a fully loaded episode today. With a lot of stuff stuff. going on. A lot of stuff going on. um, And not even about the the tour. I mean, there's I hope you're 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 ready. You're ready, folks, because we're going to we're probably going to be arguing at some point. Um, Things might get a little testy. I I'm might break my sure. computer if Brian frustrates me enough. Exactly. Exactly. I might not break person. my computer. I got a new one. So I'm just going to try and not break that. I'll probably break other random items in my room. Uh, those are less valuable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cost too much money. Um, but let's let's start it off with what Rick always starts it off with. Oh, you're going to like this one. What are our national days, my man? Yeah. So we're not even going to worry about um, Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, we're not even worried about Wednesday. I'm gonna be honest with you. Nothing good on Wednesday. But you know what today is? Ooh. Go ahead, finish that drink of beer real quick. Thank you. What's what's today? today? Is National Pizza Day? Is it? It is. That's a missed opportunity. So if you don't feel like crap from the Super Bowl this weekend, right? And can go out and grab yourself a slice of pizza today, make it happen. Wow. See, that to me, it feels like a missed opportunity. I would have, in this case, just this year, bumped that to Sunday. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, a good idea. I don't know if they could just do like bump it up a few days, though, because like they got other stuff that well, I mean, going on that day. I mean, it is a national holiday, so there's got to be yeah. a reward for these. But things. like, for example, like Wednesday is National Umbrella Day. Like, you can't reschedule that. No, you absolutely can't. <laughs> you can't reschedule National Umbrella Day. Who do you think you are? It's the biggest holiday of the year. <laughs> I celebrate every year. I have closets full of umbrellas specifically for National Umbrella Day. I must. Uh, speaking of umbrellas, that reminds me of the situation you had with the new, with your new umbrella that one time. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so here's what happened. We were about to go out on a round, and it was there was rain in the forecast. So I was like, oh, man, I should probably get an umbrella because I don't own an umbrella. I just run wherever I need to go in the rain. So I went to Walmart and I snagged me an umbrella. I didn't want to spend too much because it was just for the one round. So I bought like whatever the cheapest one they had was. I think it was like $6 or something like that. Big mistake. We went out on the round. Huge mistake. It ended up raining and it did that thing where it just like opens up inside out and I couldn't get it to go back and (laughs) it's broken forever. So that was a waste of money. Oh, I love that. It's like you, you don't think to yourself, you're not like, Hey, if I cheap out on an umbrella, it's not going to be the worst thing of all time. It's one of those things. You and it's one of the worst things. Like you're not like you're not like oh, let me just cheap out on this umbrella and I will have no consequences. It's like cheap umbrella, and then that happens. Now it's on your radar to not cheap out an umbrella. Yeah. So for the rest of Rick's life, he when he shops for umbrellas, which I'm sure you do quite often. Yes, frequently. You're going to be like, hey. Let's splurge. You don't want to cheap one of these bad boys. Because <laughs> I had a scarring moment the one time with my umbrella. And that's a yep. prevalent thing to golf. That is. And you know when you didn't need an umbrella this weekend because it was gorgeous. It was beautiful this weekend. Uh, here 
in Pennsylvania, we had a gorgeous weekend. Um, unfortunately, there is still snow on the ground, so no golf was had. Um, but there was golf in Phoenix. Which is a beautiful sight because it's Phoenix, Arizona. No snow in sight at the Waste Management Open, the People's Open, if you will. I believe I've heard it called that before. I just um, did about four seconds ago. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the People's Open, the Waste Management, um, one of my personal favorites, uh, just because of the 16th hole, um, just because I would die to be at the 16 hole. That would be amazing. It would Being be so- there when there's full fans. I mean, there was oh. not as many fans this time, so it might not have been as great. Um, but when there's a full crowd there, I can't imagine how rowdy 16 gets. How early would you be willing to get there to make sure that you're at 16? As early as I need to, as long as yeah. I'm there, at least for part of it. Even if I'm there to watch the early groups where it's like known that I really want to watch, like, the not as good golfers that like probably right. won't even make the cut. Exactly. If I can just be there and watch that happen, I'm cool with it. I just really want to be on 16. Uh, Tiger is on the tee box and I get to watch him do magical things on that hole. That's just all I want to do with my life. Um, I would, I would be willing to get there early enough in the morning where I didn't go to bed the night before. Cause it just made no sense to do so. So you're still drunk from the night before. And exactly. You just want to yeah. carry that into the next day. Um, if you get the chance, folks, to look up the, the debauchery that happens at the 16th hole of the waste management, just do it because it is hysterical. Uh, it's it's basically uh, Arizona State University's campus just decided we're going to go party this weekend at the 16th hole. And it's a beautiful thing. And they made a small stadium for them. And, and now it's part of their logo, which, by the way, their new logo is sick. It's fresh. It is very fresh. We were talking about it while we were watching uh, the final round uh, before the Super Bowl. We were talking about how that new logo just adds a whole new – like you, you debate buying Waste Management Open merchandise just because of the new logo. Yeah. Just paying homage to the greatness that is the 16th hole. But speaking of greatness – uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of get into this because uh, Rick and I have mixed emotions on this. One. I, I enjoy that you started that off speaking of greatness. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. Go. I'm not going to lie with what he is. Uh, Brooks Kepka has won the Waste Management Open. Uh, no, it is not a major. Just if anyone was confused, uh, he it wins. Is is the fifth major? Okay, it the fifth it's the major. People's Open. The People's Open. I will. I'll. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I Brooks Kepka wins in dominating fashion on Sunday, going six under in his final round with two Eagles on the card in the final day to win at 19 under, followed by K.H. Lee and Xander Shoffley, both at 18 under, making for a very exciting last hour, I would say, of the Waste Management Open. Uh, yeah, we it was really exciting. It. We were watching it, and we were we were just – loving every second of it we were putting some some side bets on closest to the hole on 16th uh who was going to win uh unfortunately my boy x who if you're listening to the last episode i'd called to win uh did come t2 i thought he was going to pull it out i was i was kind of getting really excited that i might have called something right for once uh but it was not meant to be as he shanks it into the water on uh, what was that 17 or 15 uh yeah that was 17 on 17, he shanks it into the water left, ends up bogeying that hole and basically taking himself out of the picture to beat 
Brooks Kepka because shortly after Brooks Kepka decides, I'm also going to birdie 17 and par 18. No, he eagled 17. Oh, right. He eagled. He 17. put it away with the eagle. Yes. I was one of the holes he eagled. That is on me uh, with a beautiful chip uh, from, I'd say, probably about 30 yards out. Uh, holes it out in just very Brooks Kepka at a major performance right there. Um, Talk about clutch. Very stoic, did not change facial expression, knew he still had some work to do down the stretch. Um, now, to, to comment on on uh, what Rick was saying earlier about how me referring to Brooks Kepka as greatness is a shock, I have been known to uh, give some some flack to Brooks Kepka. I don't like him as a person. Uh, I think he's kind of arrogant, and I, I do not like that. Um, however... Me saying earlier that he is greatness, I'll call it what it is. That's fine. Uh, he he is one of the the best golfers right now uh, when he decides that he wants to play. Uh, I think my beef with Brooks Kepka is I think he's kind of arrogant and cocky, which I don't like. Um, and, and and Rick, you you love Brooks Kepka, so I want you to I do your point here. Uh, so I do like Brooks Kepka. I think he gets a bad rap. Um, I think people misunderstand where he's coming from and people misunderstand the things that he says in press conferences. Uh, as uh, most people know, uh, he's very well known for putting majors above everything else to, a, I would say, a little bit more aggressive of a degree than most people. Um, people usually think that he doesn't care about the normal tournaments and only cares about the majors, only plays in the normal tournaments that he can keep his card and is only worried about showing up to the majors and winning. And I just I just think that he gets a bad rap for that. Um, and I think it showed in his uh, post-round presser um, after he finished this weekend. Uh, they asked him a few questions about it. And like you said, he doesn't really change too much emotion. Um, I think that's just who he is as a competitor. He wants to be there. He wants to win. And when they were asking him the questions, um, mostly about his knee, uh, with his knee injury that he had for the past year and a half that was kind of holding him back, he really just sounded like he was happy to be back out there and playing well. Whether he won this week or not, he, he just sounded like he was finally feeling healthy and he was happy to be out there uh, playing some good golf, especially at the Waste Management, which is probably one of his favorites outside of, if not his – if not his favorite outside of majors. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think he gets a bad rep. And obviously he's a little cocky, uh, maybe a little bit arrogant. But at the same time, I think you need that. Um, as we saw this weekend with Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl, I think if you're going to talk cocky and arrogant, he has to be in the conversation because he is. But he also has seven rings, which nobody else has. No other franchise has, actually, which I think is a mind-blowing stat. Um, yeah, that's that's insanity. Yeah, um, we're not a football podcast, but I do. But that has to be touched on. That's just that's <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, I, I just think he gets a bad rap. He does have four majors. Uh, he, he has eight wins. So, I mean, or no, this was his ninth. So, he is just under 50% um, of his wins being majors, which I think is – also a ridiculous stat right uh, but uh, i i have never been one to appreciate um cockiness i i like especially in the golf world i like someone who kind of just shuts up dominates and and doesn't talk 
Um, Brooks is very active on Twitter. Some may even describe him as a Twitter troll, which is very funny and also very good for the game of golf. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm also going to add the Reed family, uh, Patrick and his wife. <laughs> Thank you for being good for golf. As annoying as they are, they are fantastic. They are fantastic. So, so very irritating, but great for the game. So thanks for that, Reeds. Um, to go to go into exact, he he did play well. Um, he told you told me to watch the post game. Yeah, post game, the post round presser. Uh, I did, and uh, you're right. He did seem just kind of just happy to to win again, uh, especially coming off that knee injury. Uh, it did humanize him a bit for me, which was uh, which was helpful for, uh, I guess, for my opinion on him. Uh, he, round one seventy, round two um, seventy, round three shot a uh, sixty eight, and then uh, round four is ridiculous uh, sixty seven. Um, and he, he had a great weekend. I think you're right. He, I think he was just excited to play well. Um, which I think for him is about as good as it's going to get, especially right now with him finally being healthy, but there's no majors yet in the season. It is, he is known as a majors only show up kind of guy. Uh, not going to front that. That was my opinion on him. I, I don't like, someone that thinks that they're better than everybody else. Um, I'm kind of more drawn to uh, Tiger Woods when he was younger. He didn't do, he didn't talk. He didn't, um, obviously social media wasn't much of a thing back then. So you can't really yeah. say what he was doing on socials or anything like that. Um, but he kind of just shut up, came to the course and dominated everybody. Uh, same goes for a Dustin Johnson who just kind of doesn't do anything in the media, just doesn't really, stir up any controversies and just shows up and dominates. Those are the guys I like because I just, I can't stand somebody who's like, yeah, I'm better than all of you, uh, but isn't. And they should know that. I think the thing I appreciate about it though, is that he kind of steered into the skid as opposed to someone like Bryson, who's kind of trying to avoid being who he's being painted as. Right. He Brooks won those four majors and everyone was like, oh, he only cares about majors. Like, how does he only have eight wins and four of them are majors? He obviously doesn't care about these other things. And Brooks was like, you know what? OK, we'll go with it. Um, right. I don't really want to be at the other tournaments, but I have to to keep my card. And I'm here to win majors. And in his post round presser, um, I'm sure you heard this. He's He's there because he can be clutch and that's where he thrives. And he mentioned that. Um, this week that the fans at waste management were huge for him because that's the kind of kind of environment that he thrives in when he's under pressure and he needs right. to perform well he eagles 17 to get a two-stroke lead and pretty much just puts the tournament away um, if he doesn't make that eagle we probably go into a playoff and i think he still wins just because it's a high pressure situation and he's one of the best at handling that right um, and, and I respect how good he is. I, I respect it. Uh, I just don't like him for, for things along the lines of, um, the, the, the one time he said, and I think this was everybody in the golf world knows about this one, where he says that he doesn't golf other than when he shows up to play in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just sounds so arrogant because there are guys on the tour grinding every single day to get their game better for the tournaments they're thinking about that tee box for days beforehand thinking about where to put their tee shots where that's where it's going to be the easiest for them to make birdies uh to score well 
And you're just going to say outwardly to the public, yeah, I just show up because, uh, you know, I don't respect the game of golf. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, I know this makes me sound like I'm 80 years old, but sue me. Um, I, I don't want to say that I'm, I'm old golf media because I would like to think that I'm in tune with, with the memes and the whatnots. Um, <laughs> whatever the kids are up to. Whatever days. the kids are up to nowadays. Um, but it's just things like that that just sound so cocky to me. I'm like, dude, just shut up. If you practice or not, you don't have to bring that up. Just come to the tournaments and do what you do. Be good at golf, but don't act like, oh yeah, I'm just, uh, obviously I'm naturally better than all of you because I just show up and I win. I hate that. I hate, that comment is one of the things I really hate about Brooks. That's fair. I mean, it also, oh. like we, we have very different tastes in favorite athletes. And I yes, think agreed. a lot of it does come down to that, um, their arrogance and their cockiness, because I love watching someone who's arrogant and cocky, especially when they're succeeding and it's working out for them. Obviously, it's it's not as fun when when they comment beforehand about DJ not only having one major championship and then playing horribly on Sunday and not even being in contention. Um, but I do enjoy someone who's a little bit arrogant and goes out every single time believing that they're the best and being vocal about it because obviously everyone out there thinks they're, they're the best and have a chance to win. But I love someone who's vocal about it because it gets them fired up and it gets everybody else fired up. I love my dudes like Kevin Kisner though, that get asked if they're going to win and he's like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I have no shot at winning any majors. I'm comfortable with that. They pay a lot for T20. That is funny to me. I love that shit because uh, it's honest. And I, and if, if that's really his mentality, I respect the honesty and putting pretty much yourself on blast for everybody to use whatever it is you say against you, which plenty of people have with Brooks, me being one of them. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you brought up the whole DJ thing because I was going to nonetheless um, when it comes to that comment, that pissed me off too, because it, it was, it, they, they were buddies. Like they, they hung out together. They did practice rounds together. Uh, they, they worked out together. They were friends. Um, and then to put your buddy on blast like that to the media, like if you're going to do that in the group chat, be my guest. That's funny. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Send a gift if you want to but to do that in front of the whole golf world and all of golf media and be like yeah but like he's got one major i loved it because it was just a big old fuck you from dj when he won the masters and is also on this winning tear he's currently on i think in his last eight he's won four his last eight starts his last eight four. worldwide starts he's won four yeah he's winning at a 50 percent clip right now which is ridiculous uh, so honestly, actually, thank you, Brooks, for creating this monster that I can enjoy because uh, I love watching Dustin Johnson when he's dominating people. But it's it, one of those things where it's like if that was my someone I considered my friend and they did that to the media. Like that's fucked up, man, like that, that that just rubs me the complete wrong way. If that's someone that you consider your friend. Understandable. Understandable. And obviously, um, I don't know if it was necessarily meant as a malicious attack against DJ. Um, we'll never really know that because I don't think anyone's ever asked him that. No. Um, it could be that he just didn't show enough emotion in it and he actually meant it as a joke and it didn't come off as that. We'll never really know. Um, one person who does not like to watch DJ tear it up out there is my man Tony Finau. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Poor Tony. 
So <laughs> European yeah. tour this week. Okay. What happens is we have the um, we have the waste management. Okay, everybody loves the waste management. It's a great time. A lot of fans. A lot of a lot of good energy. Okay. Tony Fino decides. You know what? Everyone's gonna be there. Everybody. Brooks. DJ. Patrick Reed. Whoever. Whoever. Whoever's gonna be there. Everybody's gonna be there. No one's gonna be in Europe this week. So I'm gonna go there. And I'm gonna get this dub. I'm gonna win. And DJ catches wind of this. And. <laughs> No, no, no. No, Tony. That's not happening. Not in my house. Okay. And Tony's like, what do you mean? Your house. You're American. And DJ's like, no, I own the world right now. Okay. You should know this. I'm number one. I'm the man. And he goes over to Europe and once again, spoils Tony's win. Giving him a, I believe it was T2. Was it a yeah. T2? It was, it was T2. It was With Justin T2. Rose. They were both T2. And then Justin Rose and DJ once again dominates after almost murdering someone. I think it was literally was it Friday that, <laughs> that he shanked that tee shot and just nailed someone to that. And he dropped like a sack of laundry. My man was down for the count. I mean, obviously, who wouldn't be? That probably hurts so bad. Yeah, that man has a welt on his back for sure. Oh, for sure. It's a bruise now. It has moved on from a welt to a bruise. It might be in that purple to yellow phase now, which is just gross. Um, I don't know if it's yellow yet. I don't know if it's there It yet. might not be. <laughs> there might be enough damage there where he might need it to might get It might be red. Might need it to might get just be a giant blood blister at this point. It could be, which would suck. But, I mean, if you haven't watched the video, I highly suggest you you go on Instagram because everywhere all you gotta do is look up Dustin Johnson and then go to the tags. Uh, it's man, this uh, and obviously it's a it's a drive too. It's not it's not like it was gonna be a chip shot or something nice and soft. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just take one of the most powerful ball strikers from the tee box and take his tee shot directly to the spine. Um, I'm just happy the man's not paralyzed. I, oh, yeah. I'm just. I'm wrong, just happy you hit the wrong spot. There's a chance. That's what I'm saying. Uh, D- I don't think DJ knew it hit somebody, but then I believe he was he was told on the tee box, but someone went, ah, he's fine. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely not okay. There's not one part about that where he was okay. He dropped. I mean, on impact, just down. If you're a volunteer in that situation on a course where, by the way, there's no fans – what how do you think that all of a sudden one of these little white balls is going to hit you directly in the spine it is like a one in 100,000 chance of happening and it happened and of yeah, course want, it had to be Dustin I want to know what the odds are on that yeah do you think they're going to start making odds on things like that do you think they're do you think the odds of getting hit by a drive when you're like the only person on the course do you think the odds are better or worse than a hole in one I would, I would like to think they're worse. I would like to think that it's less uh-huh. likely to hit somebody than get a hole in one. However, they seem kind of comparable to me almost. Yeah. They seem pretty comparable. They might be the same line, which yeah, I'm okay with. Because wasn't it, wasn't it actually Brooks Kepka who, who drove the ball into somebody's shoe? Uh, yeah, I think it was, was that, actually. Was that or- this last weekend or the weekend before? No, that wasn't this weekend. Was it him? He drove yeah, it. Yeah, it was him. It was him. And he was like, I'm not reaching into that nasty ass shoe. Yeah. <laughs> Quote unquote, Brooks kept it. <laughs> Put down a t shirt and sell it. Uh, yeah, no, the Dustin Johnson just ruined, just 
raining directly on Tony Finau's parade just screams the most Tony Finau thing maybe of all time. Um, he's still Tony Finau still won 242,000 euros, which I'm not quite sure what the exchange rate is. I, think, I don't know. Something, something pretty good. I think, um, I think it's less in USD though. So it might be like, yeah, I think it is USD. Um, but Dustin Johnson wins at uh, the Saudi international, uh, which was at Royal greens golf and country club um, <laughs> in King Abdullah economic city, Saudi Arabia. Uh, Rich just showed me <laughs> a meme that is just too good. Did you post that or do you plan on it? I did not post it. Um, okay. It's a meme that I made myself. I'm getting into the meme game. Um, We'd love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll post it. Um, we can post it as a, uh, as the picture for our, our podcast drop. Absolutely should we'll do that. Absolutely. Um, should. If you're getting yeah. into the meme game, the people need to know. <laughs> the people so need look out for that on instagram um <laughs> if you if you just have us saved on apple podcasts or spotify then head over to our instagram um throw a like on the picture first and then, oh, sure. uh, and then yeah, yeah. take a read on it um, but if you get get the uh the link from from our instagram page then you already saw it uh so let me know what you think about me getting in the meme game first of all it's hysterical yeah. get that out of the way now it's too fun <laughs> um so that it's just the most tony finau thing i've ever heard in my life it's sad uh, it's sad at this point two strokes behind uh dustin johnson's uh 15 under uh and and tony played well i mean it's not like he didn't give it his best go but in very tony finau fashion he's gonna finish in the top five and it's not gonna be number one i'll tell you that he just it's we keep talking about it and it keeps happening which is just the most confusing thing to me uh he just he can't do it i don't know what it is i mean i'm gonna lose my mind if he wins oh yeah when he finally gets a w i'm going to be so very excited uh i it's just one of those things where he's a golfer i like talking about the whole humble thing uh-huh. That man is a whole slice of humble pie. He's you can't, like, you can't, you can't be cocky though when you're getting T twos all over the place. <laughs> he wouldn't be cocky if it was if it was first place all over the place. Was it's not it's not the type of person he is, which I you're, love about Tony Fee now, and that's why I want so much success for him. But honestly, I feel like I'm just adding to your argument where he's not cocky, so that's why he's not winning. <laughs> I feel like I, I've either I've either just bolstered my soft spot for humble guy uh, for humble golfers, or added fuel to your cockiness wins argument, or a little bit of both. A little bit of both, maybe. Maybe, maybe both? a little bit. Maybe a smidge. Um, moving on to next week's little golf extravaganza weekend, uh, we have the AT and T Pebble Beach. Usually pro am, now just the pro. No, no amateurs in this one. AT and T Pebble Beach Pro. Yeah, just to <laughs> really drive that one home. There will be PGA pros on a PGA tour stop. I mean, who who thought? <laughs> Big shock for everybody. I got five dollars on that being a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, actually, before we get into this, we did want to talk about something else because they also made waves. At the waste management, I feel like we're all over the place right now, but we'll we'll get back on track. We are, yeah, we're we're just off the rails. A a a individual who has kind of been in the dumps of the golf world, honestly. Uh, oh yeah, we 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 can't not talk about this. Exactly, uh, catching just 
all sorts of flack on his game. Uh, I believe changing swing coaches uh, just uh, in the absolute dumps comes out of nowhere at the people's open. And that is Jordan Spieth, who was T4 at 17 under and in the final Jordan Spieth and in the final group on Sunday, which is awesome to see uh, because Jordan Spieth, especially early in his career, was touted as going to be one of the best golfers for people years. were saying he was going to be like the next Tiger Woods when he that started. was that was what was going to happen. Uh, he was he was winning. Uh, he's got three out of four majors. He's one away from a from a Grand, Grand Slam, Slam for his career, um, and then just fell off the face of the earth out of what seemed like almost nowhere, and he could not solve the problem. He just could not find a solution and you know what he came out of nowhere at the people's open and came t4 and it was really exciting to see and i gotta ask you rick is jordan spieth back we're gonna find out i i would love to think that he is um he is in the lineup this week um and i believe he is ranked in the power rankings he no, is number six wrong. in the power rankings is he? yes he is there he is okay i missed him he's top um, 10 yeah so i we're gonna find out for sure um i would love to see him ride the momentum from this past week and give another top 10 top five finish um going into pebble beach especially because it's pebble beach it's a hard course to play um, pebble beach and spyglass uh spyglass is better don't at me um but what? <laughs> it, it would remix <laughs> um but yeah i think um i think this week is definitely going to show and if it's anything like last week then yes he is back um i really hope he did finally get out of that little mental slump that he had um because we obviously know that he has the ability and the talent to do it and he was very vocal about the fact that it was pretty much all mental as reason why he wasn't playing well right. um Everyone, everyone at some point in their golf golf career has been in a mental slump, whether it's been for a few holes or for a few rounds, in Jordan's case, three and a half years. Um, and if he's out of it, I'm happy for him. And I'm happy to see him start getting some wins again. I want to say he's back, uh, mostly because I'm just trying to speak it into existence. I would love to see him back and just – I, I just really want a guy like this who was so highly touted early in his career to, to be back and to be what he was. Um, yeah, he was. He was very honest about how it was just a mental problem with him because he knows, everybody knows, he has the skill to win almost all the time. We've seen the skill. It's just for some reason he had this mental block for a couple of years where he could just not put it together if there if his ball striking was the problem his putting was fine if he could strike the ball all over the course he was three jacking all over on the greens um just could not seem to put all the pieces together and it was really putting a toll on him i mean he was almost what seemed to be trying to restructure his swing completely try to change putters try to change putting grips try to change balls change swing coaches he was doing everything possible and what i'm really hoping is that all he needed was one really competitive round or one really competitive weekend and that's what we got out of him 
at the Waste Management Open. So I'm going to try and speak into existence. Jordan Spieth is back, and I'm so excited <laughs> that it's coming at the perfect time where we got the Ryder Cup coming up. We got Brooks playing fantastic currently, also for the Ryder Cup. I mean, I, I just love the Ryder Cup, if that hasn't been said. Um, we want to talk about that real quick. We would love to talk about that. The Ryder Cup? We'd love to talk um, about that. I don't want to spend too much more time talking about the PGA, um, but if you listen to last, if you listen to last week's show, you'll know my opinions on uh, one Patrick Reed, um, <laughs> and with the win this week uh, at the Phoenix Open, Brooks Kepka reclaims his spot in the uh, U.S. Ryder Cup team rankings top six and kicks out Patrick Reed. Oh. So, there might be no Ryder Cup P. Reed this year. I just, like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, not a huge fan of Patrick Reed. He's a great, he's great for golf media. Fantastic. Um, fantastic. Probably one of the best guys we can have right now, um, him and him and his wife. Uh, but, yeah, Brooks Kepka is now back in the top six for the Ryder Cup. So, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully that continues because I would love to see Brooks out there again. Also, last little Scotia Ryder Cup stuff, just because we love this whole Ryder Cup thing. Um, captain of the upcoming Ryder Cup, Steven Stricker, the ageless wonder himself, T4 this weekend with Jordan Spieth at 17 under at the Waste Management Open, looking like he had stopped the clocks of time at 53 years old, coming in with a beautiful 17 underscore. Love to see the captain getting out there and putting up good numbers and having a good weekend. Uh, if you hear what he said, what? That he wasn't planning on playing this week. Yeah, no, he, he had no plans of playing this week. It just ended up, it just ended up falling in his lap. No, well, well, he wasn't planning on playing this week, and then he decided since he's the captain, he should probably get out there and start like kind of seeing how guys are playing and figure out who he wants on the team. <laughs> it was a scouting weekend for him. That Pretty much, yeah. And he and he scored seventeen under. Um, so he's probably thinking to himself, he was like. Yeah, it would be cool if I made the cut because then I could see how guys play on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Finds himself on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Finds himself on Sunday like, shit, I'm in the second to last group. What? How am I supposed to watch the guys behind me? I, I can't focus <laughs> on my own game. What is this? <laughs> this should not go as planned. <laughs> Looking like the weekend, trying to find his way around. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Live the meme. Uh, it's going to be so good. Uh, speaking of memes – uh, we're going to touch on, obviously we touched a little bit on the, uh, the, the, the pro-am, not a whole lot, to to really touch base on except for, uh, DJ is first in the power rankings. Um, you have a lot of good names, a lot of fun guys that are going to be playing in it. So definitely give it a watch, but the most fun guy who is a walking meme who is playing in this tournament because he is a former winner of the PGA championship is John Daly. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, John, after beating cancer, which is an awesome story, uh, and then playing at the PNC Championship with his son, Lil John, Lil the John. big man himself. Not the rapper. Not the rapper. The big man himself, John Daly, is going to find himself back at a PGA Tour event playing with the likes of DJ, with the likes of all of his former uh, great players with him, uh, such as Jimmy Walker. I believe they're getting paired together, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but just absolute stacked 
stacked field we have for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Um, I'm just excited to see John Daly golf on a PGA Tour event. That isn't yeah, a PGA Champions Tour event because uh, it's John Daly. You don't know yeah, what he's going to do. You don't know what he's going to do, and it's incredible. <laughs> I hope he shows up in the brightest outfit humanly possible, and you can just always Carrying find Carrying a six-pack? Yes. I hope he has a six-pack, like, taped to his stomach, and he comes up to the camera. He's like, check out my six-pack. They're like, John, you can't do that. He's like, find me. Yeah, right. Like, what are, you, anyway. what are you gonna do? I'm I'm John Daly. I'm just gonna you can you can take the you can take what you're gonna find me out of my winnings when I come in first. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just excited to watch John Daly at a PGA tournament event. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I I I love the man. I love that he's a walking meme. It just makes me excited to to even more excited than I already was to watch the Pebble Beach. Um, why do you think, by the way, touching base on what you said earlier, why do you think Spyglass is better? Like, why, what is like your determining factor there? I, I just like how, how it's laid out. Um, how there is like, I like how there's a certain ambiance to the course where you can play some of the holes and be on like basically Pebble Beach. Like you're on the shore, you got all this wind going and then you get to, I don't remember what hole it is, but you get to some later holes and you're in the woods. Like, it's just like a whole different ball game. Um, and I love that because you can go from having um, 20 mile an hour winds to the trees blocking everything. You don't have to worry about wind at all. Um, and I just, I really like how, how it's laid out. I really like how a lot of the holes look. Um, and I think it's better. Uh, I believe they are doing um, what they did at, was the American Express. Um, they're going to be splitting up the groups. Half are going to be playing Pebble. Half are going to be playing Spyglass. They're going to flip-flop on Friday, and then Pebble is going to be the weekend course. All right. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, I, I actually agree with you. I just wanted to see what your argument was. I, I love Spyglass, and I do also think it's better than Pebble Beach. Uh, just because of that is the whole half of the course is in the woods, half of the course is on the ocean. It's like yeah. you have two golf courses – uh, in the span of 18 holes, which I yeah, think I love it. Incredible architecture. I'm really starting to get more into golf architecture, like really starting to nerd out on this stuff. What and it's awesome what some of these <laughs> um but moving uh moving away from the PGA side of that, we're gonna do a little fun thing uh each weekend with an upcoming upcoming tournament like this weekend's Pebble Beach Pro Am. We're gonna do a little fun little segment thing. Rick, since it was your idea, I'm gonna let you take it away, my man. All right, so here's the plan. Um, I was getting ready for the show tonight. I thought of this about two hours ago. Um, new little segment for us to do. Um, basically, what we're going to do is I'm going to come up with some names. The amount is going to change every week based on what I'm feeling, um, how many people I feel like talking about. This week, we got six. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Brian all six of these names, and he's going to tell me whether they make the cut or don't make the cut. Now, obviously, I'm not going to do like Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, the people that we expect to make the cut. It's going to be people kind of in the middle of the pack that every once in a while make the cut, every once in a while don't make the cut, and then a bunch of other people just mixed in. I love it. I don't have a name for this segment yet, and here's the reason for that. Um, one of our sister podcasts through Southside Productions that is brand new now is called The Cut, um, Max's podcast. Uh, basically what he does is he interviews people. Um, and while I was thinking about this new segment, that was the first thing that came to mind. I was a little frustrated 
um, because that name is already taken. So go check oh, out the Kodak. Exactly great name. <laughs> um, so now I got to think of a new name for that. I'll get on that as soon as I can. But we're going to get started. So I'm going to go down this list, give you a name, tell me if they made the cut or not. We're not going to go too far into it. It's going to be kind of a rapid fire thing, maybe 30 seconds to a minute. You ready? I'm so ready. All right. First, Joel Damon. Makes the cut. John Daly. Does not make the cut. Jason Day. Makes the cut. Phil Mickelson. <sighs> no, he doesn't make the cut. <sighs> Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith makes the cut. And last but not least, Andy Ogletree. Andy Ogletree makes the cut. Makes the cut. You go, okay, you go with the new guy. I um, like for it. those I that like uh, may not be like paying too much attention um, to the golf world. Um, Andy Ogletree was an amateur in uh, the Masters this past year, and he, I believe, he was the lowest scoring amateur, um, and that's why he now has his tour card. Um, that's why I threw him in there. Um, anyone who looks at power rankings might be a little mad at me because I think like three of those people were in the top fifteen. Um, but you know, that one's that's just how 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 the dice roll. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll be coming up with a name for that after I get over the fact that I can't call it the cut. And then we'll yeah. be doing that um, every week from now on. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Max, for taking like probably one of the best <laughs> names we could have had for this segment. Way to go. Um, we're going to be moving into our favorite segment, actually. Uh, the random stuff segment, still unnamed, people. Get on it. We've had, a few, we've had a few requests. Um, I believe uh, Ty- Tommy and Tyler were the two people that gave us the requests. Um, yes. We've talked about it. Uh, we might use one of those eventually. Uh, we're waiting. Uh, we're keeping our options open, as um, as athletes sometimes say uh, yes. when they're looking for new teams. Uh, so we're just going to keep calling it the random stuff segment till we make a decision. We are looking to be inspired here, people. Blow us away. Knock our socks off, if you will, with some beautiful names for this segment. Up until then, we'll be calling it the random stuff segment still. Uh, let's Let's move into... I kind of want to wrap up with the with the one question that we're both thinking about here. Uh, okay. So we'll start with this one. This one fielded uh, from Rick to me. Uh, would you rather only career Grand Slam or only 30 regular wins? Uh, for me, I feel like given my rant earlier about cockiness and arrogance, this should kind of go without saying. I, I like the 30 career wins. That's, that's 30. 3-0 career wins of any sort would be awesome. That's so cool to win 30 times that I would, I would love that. I, I would much rather have 30 than four. And none of those are majors. Just that's so, fine. Just so we're clear. That's fine. Not okay. one of it being a major. That's fine. I'd much rather have 30 than regular than four majors. So the reason I fielded Brian this question was because I expected that answer. I was kind of hoping that he would throw me, um, throw me for a loop a little bit and not say that answer. Um, but I was, <laughs> I was 99 I was 99% expecting him to say that. Um, I'm the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. And here's why. If you get the career Grand Slam, you're winning all the majors. And that's not saying that I'm not going to do well. I can be Tony Finau for the rest of every other tournament and just get second. <laughs> but I got four majors. Like, I don't I don't care. Give me second in all of them. As long as I got four majors, I'm good to go. <laughs> really had to call out. Really had to call out Tony there, huh? It was the best way to describe um, what I was thinking there. Um, it really was. It really. Yeah, was. I mean, he, he's 
second pretty much every tournament at this point. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so yeah, if you give me if you give me all four majors and then I'm T two, I'm still making money, uh, sponsor deals and just from the tour itself. So yeah, give me the give me the four uh, four majors. So you have to think though. Also, somebody with thirty wins on tour is also getting sponsor deals without a doubt. They are, but they also don't have a green jacket. Okay, that's fine. There's there's other colored jacket. There was a jacket. There was a blue jacket this weekend. I'm gonna have a closet full of colors. You're gonna have green. Congrats. That I can't even have because that. That you can't even have. <laughs> you can't even take it home. <laughs> Think about all the cool trophies I'm going to have, and you have four. Yeah, but all of mine are from majors. Okay, cool. I'm going to have 30, though. 3-0. You're going to have four. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm going to have multicolored jackets that I can wear. Uh, from the Farmer's Insurance, I'm going to have a surfboard. I don't <laughs> surf, but I'm going to have one. You cannot tell me that Patrick Reed is going to ever use that surfboard. If I ever see yeah, man. the man shirtless... I might leave the confines of the country. <laughs> I have to vacate the premises. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I mean, come on. No, no, you're not. No, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have cool surfboards. Um, I feel like the waste management should just uh, give people a uh, trash truck, honestly. <laughs> I just they can't like, drive because they don't have the license. Yeah, but like I feel like they should just give you one, you know? <laughs> so why not? It's like getting a luxury car. That here's your trash truck. Yeah, right. It's like, hey, Dan. They should if you get a hole in one on sixteen, they give you a trash truck. Ooh, now that's <laughs> we need to send off a quick email. We gotta, <laughs> yeah, we gotta throw that one out there. <laughs> we gotta tag the waste management open in this episode and and have have them. You need to listen to this because this is an idea for you. Yeah, and this is how we get free tickets to the 16th hole. Look at you. You're thinking ahead. We love to yeah. see it. You're planning. It's, it's all calculated. It's, it's all calculated. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going for the 30 career wins, uh, mostly because I'm going to have a beautiful trophy case and you're going to have four. So, you know, we'll still have a beautiful trophy case. It will just be smaller. Okay. Mine's going to be massive. So, where are you going to put all those trophies? I don't know. A closet? It's, that's a big closet. Like a display closet. What am I thinking of? What's a? What do you put like the china in? A china cabinet. A hutch. Yes, like a hutch. A hutch That's for a big hutch. It's a huge hutch. Because like you think goals. about it, like, like if you win, what's that? What's that one tournament um, where they give you like a staff? Oh yes. Like that's gonna take up half your thing. Like I don't know what to tell you. Um. So yeah, I get this nice little this nice little compact. Uh, trophy case and then you just gotta keep trying to figure out where to put your stuff and i just spend my money on whatever i want oh i'm looking it up and i, I can't seem to it's on the european tour i know that um, i think max homo was the winner this year if that helps um but yeah so uh definitely four majors that's that's where i'm at on that um next question while brian uh pulls that up i'm looking for a staff <laughs> We will go with another one that I fielded to Brian. Um, who is in your dream foursome? Yeah, three other people, because obviously you're included in that that foursome. Um, yeah, you're so not you just three like people. <laughs> yeah, you're not just you're not just like hanging out. You're part of it. Yeah, you you're golf. We're golf with them. All right. Um, who's in yours? Uh, my dream foursome consists of um, Matthew Wolf, 
Uh, also, um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of give him a shout out for asking a following question that we're gonna get to later. Uh, Tom Reed, thank you so much for the golf magazine with uh, who I, I mean I've deemed Matthew Wolf the sexiest man in golf, but I think the cover of this uh, golf magazine well. helps me out. Uh, he's a beautiful man, so thanks Tom for this for this year uh, this year magazine. Uh, I got Matthew Wolf, I got Xander Shoffley, and I got uh, Tiger Woods. That's my that's my. Oh, you're going all you're going all pros, okay? All pros. All Good pros. For you. Good for I you. didn't know that. I thought this was like an all pros type of deal. Oh no, I'm saying you got you got free range. Oh, wherever well, you want. I gotta now I gotta restructure some things. Um. Wow. Okay. So, can, like, even like fictional golfers. No, like real people. Oh, okay. Like you can do like celebrities and stuff like that too. Okay, that kind of that kind of shortens it up. All right. Um. Honestly, here's here's one that I just kind of want to witness what happens. Uh, I and this isn't even a foursome. I just want to witness this. Tiger Woods in his prime, and Michael Jordan in his basketball playing prime when he was playing golf every day. And I want a head-to-head <laughs> match play. And watch just greatness unfold. So that's more. Of they, I was gonna say, are those are those in your your foursome or? No, that's more just a. I just thought okay. of that and how gotcha. cool that would be to witness. Gotcha. Um, wow. Okay, I'm still gonna go Tiger Woods, um, just because you gotta golf with Tiger, uh, in in my opinion. Um, oh, I was not prepared for the non pros portion. <laughs> I think I'm going to just stick with what I went with. I'm going to go Matthew Wolves, Andrew yeah. Shoffley, and Tiger Woods. I think that's what I'm going okay. to go. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the exact opposite route, actually. None of my people um, are professional golfers. Not uh, mostly just because they would make me feel really insignificant if I golfed with them. Um, so <laughs> my, <laughs> my dream force, are you ready for this? It's a good I'm one. so ready. Okay. I don't know who to start with because they're all really good. Um, Bill Murray. That's, a, that's spectacular. He's a, he's a huge golfer. That's, he's that's killer. Okay. Charles Barkley. <laughs> With hitch or without hitch? Because we saw. I don't care. As long as he's chirping. As long as he's chirping, I don't care which one shows up. That's true. As long as as long as he's John. And last one, you might be a little surprised about, but um, I found out this summer that he's really into golf and he's one of my favorite actors and I would really like to golf with him because he's that cool. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland is huge into golf. Spider-Man himself. And I think that me and him would get along really well. Um, oh, yeah, even, though, sure. even, even though Gina doesn't want to invite me um, to their friendship, I'm inviting myself well, that's by kind of playing fun. golf with him. Um, so, yeah, that's my dream for some. We're going to uh, Bill Murray, Charles Barkley, and Tom Holland. <laughs> what? The two opposites in this situation. My goodness. Yeah, and mine does not <laughs> mesh at all. No, not even kind of. At least yeah, mine are all... None of my people are even close to each other. <laughs> at least mine are all tour pros currently two are tailor-made athletes who hang out so like yeah. you know um i love that especially bill murray what a right? great pick right? great pick <laughs> speaking of bill murray i had this conversation um i believe it was with my girlfriend and her sister if i'm not mistaken uh and probably the rest of her the rest of her family but do you remember the movie osmosis jones yes i do with Bill Murray, who he eats the nasty egg, and they have to fight off this, this thing. Yes. 
what an incredible film. I want to rewatch that so badly, uh, but I have to pay for it on YouTube. So like, I gotta like debate. So, like, I probably won't watch it. <laughs> so like, I probably will have to do it the illegal way, which is fine. I just don't want to put viruses on my on my computer. We do not do illegal things on this podcast. No, we don't. Right. Everything's super super legal. Even though Brian just mentioned that he does, we're gonna what? What? <laughs> let's edit that part out <laughs> i i love the i love the uh non-pro uh force yeah i mean i think it'd be great. fun to play with pros and obviously i have my my dream foursome of pros that i would play with right um which if you're curious would be brooks kepka bryson DeChambeau, and probably tiger woods um you just, just because ash the ball don't you i feel like well i feel like tiger just because he's He's the greatest golfer of all time, and you kind of, like you said, you have to play with him. And then I just want to see Bryson and Brooks go at it all day. Oh, my God. They're going to hate each other. Exactly. So I think that – and I just – I worship chaos. Um, that's yes, kind of yeah. one of my main my main things. Yes. Uh, I like to see things kind of crumble in front of me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that would definitely do it. I'm going to put them in the same cart, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with Tiger. They're going to oh, wow. together. Okay. No, you're just going <laughs> to – Nah, nah, make the two of them walk so that Bryce can take his sweet old time and just make Brooks lose his mind. <laughs> no caddy either. So so Bryson's going to have to like try and figure out shot himself, <laughs> which is just going to drive Brooks insane. <laughs> just just slip Brooks like a little extra money to take his like dandy old time and, and just watch anarchy unfold. Yeah, uh, that's right up your alley, actually. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if I can afford to slip Brooks or, or Bryson somebody to take his time, right. but I'll do my best. <laughs> but I think you take it. Like, you give him five bucks. He's like, All right. I'll just bring. I'll just. I'll bring him like a container of protein. I'll be like, yo, take your time. Yeah, exactly. Like, here you go. Right. The big ones too. Just like you're trying to like slide it to him. I'll slide, but it's just this <laughs> big protein pack. Like, like I, how you do the money. Like you put it between your fingers. I just like put it like in between. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold it with two hands though. So it's like, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, moving on to our last uh, last question here before we get into a cool announcement we have actually um, Tom Reed fielded this one for us thank you very much um, what what exactly was it again you you have it I have the exact text um, here it says uh, have you ever quote unquote lost it on the course and by that he means have you ever raged on the course um, I feel like this was kind of an attack at you. I feel like uh, I've been targeting completely a lot of honest. Um, uh, which is funny. We'll let you go first. Which is funny because I'm I'm level headed. I've actually never once yes blown up on a golf course. I have never, never witnessed it. No. Not even three times. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I feel like I've been pretty honest on the podcast. I'm an absolute head case. Um, I will not shy away from that. I will not hide from it. I am John Rom basically um maybe to less of an extreme um i've 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 done away with the club throwing i have not clone a th- uh yeah clone a throw <laughs> awesome way to way to go <laughs> uh, i have not thrown a club in in a very long time actually i take pride in that um yeah so i've been known to once or twice kind of kind of for lack of a better term lose my shit on the golf course um there is one specific time. Uh, it was me, Rick, and our buddy Phil, who you guys saw in the video. Which, if you haven't watched, go on our Instagram right now. Take a take a gander at that two holes like at Lincoln Creek Golf Course, like um, and like it and share it with your heart. Yeah, 
yeah, that little heart button, hit that. Also, the follow button on the Instagram, hit that too. Um, yeah. I digress. Uh, we're golfing together, the three of us. And um, at the time, I I was not hitting woods or hybrids well, but I was having a pretty good day. Um, so I was like, let's go for it. I pulled out the seven wood. Uh, definitely not the time for it, considering the ball was above my feet. I had to gap some water and the and the angle of where the ball was was just not going to work out well for me. So I swing, I chunk the ball. And I mean, when I say I chunk it, I mean, like, I don't think I actually made contact with the ball. I think I hit ground and the amount of ground that came up moved the ball. Uh, my hand was hurting for the next three days. I think I may or may not have strained a bone in my hand and in the moment that he broke it and that's that was his excuse for the rest of the round definitely broke my hand um (laughs) so i was not only in a bunch of pain uh but i believe we were doing uh our rbga event at the time i believe that was one of them it might have been yeah if not the first of the year and we were we were in a tight one i believe this was like on 15 we were in a tight one. Uh, the three of us were pretty, pretty tight as far as scores were concerned. We were right up against each other on this one. Um, and it was not the moment to have a shot like that. If you're a competitor, it's one of those where you're like, ooh, that takes you out of it. I knew that. And I, I, yeah, I threw a club. I, uh, expletives were thrown just willy nilly all over the place. Uh, my hand was in excruciating pain at the time. And uh, I then lost my mind because I knew that I was taking the same shot from 20 feet to the right because that's where the ball went. Uh, so the rest of the round was not a pleasant one for me or probably anyone around me. I would like to bring up, however, I did apologize on the next tee box for my temper tantrum. You did. You I did, did I apologize did. for it. Um, I accepted it that it was a temper tantrum. It was. <laughs> I accepted that. Uh, yeah, that that was not pretty for me. And I've been known to kind of lose my marbles on the golf course. Uh, I'm a little bit of a uh, mental head case. If it, it, it can, it's really confusing because uh, Rick, you've seen it plenty of times. I can put good rounds together. Yeah. Um, it, but for me, it's like it almost all hangs on every single shot, whether my round is going to go well or not. Yeah, it's it's all your mentality on every shot. If you have a bad mentality on any of your shots, it can ruin your whole round. And I hold every shot to this to this standard where like this is the most important shot of the round. It can be the tee shot on one, and I shank it into the woods, and I'm like, well, here goes the round. This is it's over. I'm done. I'm done. Um, I believe I believe I've even gotten so angry at how I was playing. I've I've been like, I'm just gonna quit golf. Um, you have done that before. Um, I, I believe that was with you. Yes. Not yes. I do remember um, that. Um, you had actually just bought new clubs. Yeah. <laughs> you were aggressively regretting it because they were not working for you. I mean, luckily now they're the best thing that's ever happened in my game. Thank God. But at the time it was, a, it was a feel out process that was getting pretty, pretty tough. Yeah, it was bad. It was, that tough. was the day that we were there with the two randos. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, you were, uh, not having a day that day that was ugly that was an ugly <laughs> out of brian um yes but i would like to think 
uh, as of recent, I've at least calmed down the physical temper tantrum. Right now, it's mostly verbal. Uh, I, ha I haven't been like throwing clubs, throwing balls, anything like that as of recently. And I'd like to say that's a good step in the right direction. I think that is that is a good step in the right direction. Um, you're right. I've seen it a few times and you have gotten better. I appreciate uh, it. It's one of those things. Um, everybody starts out golfing and they they think they can be amazing and they can shoot 72 all the time. And then you play a few rounds and you realize that that's probably just never going to happen ever um, for the ever. average person. You're just never going to touch 72. You're probably never even going to touch 70 something, just 70 anything. The fact that um, you're in the 80s is good for you. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, me personally, I haven't ever had like a, a blow up um, on the course that I can I can think of. I've had frustrating moments for sure. Um, everybody's had frustrating moments, uh, but I definitely try to preach positivity out on the golf course, and I try to live by the mentality that there's always the next shot. Um, when we go out, you obviously see that. Like if I hit a bad shot, I'm like, you know what? This is just going to make for a fantastic birdie uh, when I hole out from 370 yards because I duffed my tee shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're a pretty even keel guy. Uh, the only time that I've ever seen you get like really, really frustrated with yourself is um, if you actually like are playing for something relatively competitive and an 18 doesn't go the best. I think that's the only time that I've yeah. seen um for for pretty much every round we've ever played you're a pretty even even keel guy the entire time usually you're just like if the hole doesn't end the way you wanted it to end like say instead of two putting for bogey you end up three putting for double you take a moment to yourself you get a smidge frustrated but by the time you get to the next tee box you're you're right as rain um, yeah which is and i think a lot of that comes from my confidence in the distance that i can hit off the tee i'm not super accurate but um part of me I feel like is just like you know what that hole's done and I can just go get really angry at this ball right now yeah. take my anger out on this tee shot and then play the rest of the hole like a normal hole yeah. um and I've done that multiple times uh whether you've seen that or not I've done it um I've seen it plenty of times yeah so it's one of those things I think the the most frustrated I've ever gotten was at our at our RBGA championship this past year when I had a, like a 10 shot lead going into the last round and I somehow ended up in a playoff with Phil. Oh, fell um, right apart on that one. That was, that was a struggle. Um, I did win, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's probably the most frustrating. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a blow up though. I can't think of any specific instances where I have. No, I, I don't, I don't really have any uh, in, in, in my, in my mental. And I think it's funny that, that, that Tom has uh, uh, put this question in. Cause I don't know. I mean, probably people have told him, people that I've golfed with that I've, I've, I've blown up on the course with because uh, the, the, the time that I golf with Tom, I thought I was at least pleasant to be around. I shot a one oh one that day. I was having a horrible round. Uh, I my, thought sources, I was my sources told me that you were very generous that day. Um, yes. With, yes with I was. Um. <laughs> Look, when, when you golf with new people, I feel like you should be generous with the gimmies. Am I wrong? It depends, I feel like it depends how generous you're being. Um, I would be pretty generous. Like, I still, I still say like three, three feet is is probably the most I would go. Look, um, if I'm golfing for someone bit. for the first time, my circle of friendship around the hole increases. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know that now. And you know, as time goes on, 
Uh, I do, I do know that 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 Tom's a competitive person, so I probably should have just uh, put it back to normal. But I wanted to be generous. It was my first time golfing with him. We were having a good time. I was being a generous guy. Um, but I do understand that some people like to uh, like to make big putts. Um, yeah. I don't because they petrify me. Uh, so if <laughs> if anyone that golfs with me could just really just jack up that that circle of friendship around the hole and be like, yeah, take that ten footer, thank you, I will. Oh, you think <laughs> we're on the simulator now? Get a yeah, exactly. Ten footer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was that was a fun question. Thanks, Tom, for fielding that one. Uh, and we're gonna wrap up the show with. A really cool thing that um, was uh, was Rick's brainchild um, and we're all on board with and we're super excited about. We're doing a giveaway. Yeah, we're we going to do a giveaway. Uh, Rick, you want to stuff this one away since it's your idea? Um, yeah, I, I guess um, <laughs> we're, we're going to do a giveaway. Um, there's not really much else to say with that. We're going to be throwing a post out on, uh, on our Instagram in the next couple of days about that. I believe the agreed upon giveaway items were a t-shirt and a sticker, um, which uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. uh, it's late. I'm tired. Um, yeah, we're doing a giveaway. Look out for that. Uh, it'll be it'll be on the Instagram. Um, the rules will be under the picture and uh, make sure you enter so you get free stuff. Make sure you enter because free stuff's always the best stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, comment, share. Put it on your story. Uh, it's going to be really cool. We're really excited to be able to um, to uh, actually talk to you guys in the comments and and actually like give you some some cool merch that we're going to have, which is going to be great. So uh, thank you so much for listening to episode five of From the Tips. Rick, buddy, always good to talk to you. Always good to talk golf. Always a good time. Always a good time. Always a good time. Thanks for thank coming, you, guys. Pleasure. See you at episode six. Stay tuned for some cool stuff on the Instagrams. Thank you for listening. See ya.